Hey guys. Hi. Welcome to episode two. Thanks for staying with us. Oh yeah. It's been a long road so far. <laughs> Thanks for coming back because it means a lot. Um, in case you forgot the name of this podcast, it's called Mediocre Millennial Advice, MMA for short. My name is Tara Deal. And my name is Caitlin Alzerodin. And we are your hosts. Okay. If you're listening, binge listening right now, <laughs> this is your second episode, obviously. Um, we ended last episode with highs and cries because we thought that would be like a good outro. After thinking about it, <laughs> Caitlin and I both realized <laughs> that we should probably start with highs and cries. So we hate to like break the or like turn the system around and confuse you guys but this is the beginning of the episode and we're gonna do highs and cries at the beginning so thank right, you Kara, you want to tell them what your highs and cries are <sighs> um yeah sure i mean what a week man my cry for this week i think was that saturday where sunday was father's day woke up monday morning with this like obscene headache and had to get ready for work uh, drove an hour to work in traffic, and was nauseous all fucking day from, I swear to God, three glasses of red wine. So I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm only 23. God help my soul if I can only drink three glasses of red wine without dying. Throughout the entire day, it wasn't even all at night. I think, okay, to be honest, I think it might have been three glasses and like a mixed drink or two, but it was so, sp- yeah, it yeah, was spread it was out. all day. And it's not like it was hot and I was tanning or anything. It was like, I just was hanging out drinking wine. I don't really know. It's really upsetting just because I feel like if I'm going to be hungover, I want it to be for a reason. Like, I want to be like, I don't know, like, I want to have gone out the night before like, to bars birthday, and like, yeah, fun. Like, a, like a fun meeting people, doing anything. I was with my fucking family <laughs> and you. I mean, nothing's new I can't there. I the tail end. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think that was definitely my cry. On the flip side, though, my high. Literally 10 minutes before we started this podcast, I got a notification on Instagram from a very attractive, well-known comedian. And it was just a like, a simple like on a photo. It was a wink, almost, of like, hey, I see you. A poke, I if see you may. A poke, if you may. I've never been more flattered in my life. I'm not going to say his name, because it doesn't fucking matter yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> but... That was my high for sure, because it's I'm always one degree separation from fame. That's really what it feels like. So, What about you, Caitlin? All right. Highs I'm, and cries? I'm going to start with my high, because my cry is kind of linked to that. My high is last... A couple weeks ago, I got to go to Montreal with my new team at work. So jealous. Which was great, because I've never been to Canada. So yes. that was amazing. It was only four days, but it's such a beautiful city. And I went to Paris last year, and I didn't realize how French... Montreal was, and it's just oh, oui, oui. so, so beautiful, <laughs> and would definitely go back again, and then... What was the weather like? It was perfect. It was, like, 60, high 60s, which is weird because they, they said it was, like, oh, it's gonna rain the entire time, and it was, oh, like, sunny god. the entire time. I was, like, oh, thank god, because we were outside, like, walking and stuff like that, I'm, like, we wouldn't be able to do any of that Yeah, if... so you got to, like, sightsee and experience yeah, the city instead of, like, super eight. Just being in the snow and rain. <laughs> the <laughs> <Which> snow. <was laughs> snowing. Look, look, June. look and listen. <laughs> June in Canada. Yeah. Well, I guess, 
Well, who, who the fuck knows? It's, I don't know. It's changing everywhere. And it's so, like, I feel so dumb just because I've never been to Canada, so I don't understand the geography of Canada. Yeah. So, like, a lot of our, my team members are from Toronto, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, where I thought Toronto was, but I guess it's, like, not as close to Montreal as I thought. I didn't realize how big Canada was, I guess, in general. Huge. They were it, one of know, the guys at our table was like, coast to coast. It, would t- it is faster for Montreal to drive to... Miami than to drive to the top of Canada. What the fuck? And I was like, you're kidding. Oh. I was like, do you know where Miami is? He's like, no, they I'm aware. They probably like- just skewed all of our maps. They're like, just, <laughs> just to let you know, America has the biggest dick of them all. It's huge. And they just like shrunk Canada yeah. to make it look tiny. But I think the thing with Canada is a lot of the north of it. No one no really. People, it's yeah, just, it's the just weather like, is it's yeah. so cold. No one's there. Yeah. So I guess to me, I'm like, I guess the population right. is in a different right. density okay, of area. Sense. But that was really cool, and then I also just booked a trip to New York, and I've never been to New York, so I'm just going all these new places, so I'm super excited to go there in July, visit my friends. Um, It's only for five days, but I've never been. I never got to go. In eighth grade, there was this big thing where... Eighth grade? No, in eighth grade. Still better. (laughs) Still better, because in eighth grade, all of my friends got to go to, like, this DC, New York trip, and it was super expensive for, like, how long ago that was. It was, like, $2,000. Yeah. And my family was like, no, no, you can go to D.C. with your grandparents. And I was like, it's not the same. It's not All the same. All my friends are going. And I was just, and like, I, I'm finally going, guys. Yeah. I'm finally <laughs> going. <laughs> PSA, if you went to San Alejo Middle. It's, it's been 10 years and I'm finally going. Shit, I'm happy um, for you, man. It's been a I still, I haven't been either. I mean, I think I went when I was super tiny, but that's definitely a dream trip for sure. Yeah. Are you seeing any Broadway plays or like doing any of that? I haven't made any... Like, plans. I think the two people I'm visiting are going to kind of make the plans of, like, where we're going. Oh, that's so fun. So, it's kind of like, and I'm such a planner, so yeah. it's kind of nice to, like, not have Let to someone worry. Else. Let, Let someone, someone else, else plan do it, it. Caitlin. So, I'm so proud of you. I know. It's it's a big step Progress. for me. My cry. <laughs> oh, no. Is sad. Um, is kind of linked to my Montreal trip. So, don't understand Canada, apparently. There's a drink called the Caesar which is basically a Bloody Mary, maybe a little bit stronger. I personally made the mistake of... I'm (laughs) tracking. Oh, God. So, basically, for my job, I don't see the people I work with most of the time, like, in person. I see them maybe once or twice a year. So this was me meeting all of them, because I just started my new job about six, seven weeks ago. So, of course, like, you want to bond with everyone. There's about 23 of us in Montreal, like, visiting, all this kind of stuff. So... We were at the hotel and I got a drink and then I got another drink and then we walked to the pub and I got apparently more drinks than I thought, but it was because we were, I was talking to people and the drinks I was getting, I got about like five or six of those like And honestly, that's Mary- so, so it's much, so much for you. It's, it's not even like so much like alcohol. It is so much liquid. liquid. Like how someone liquid. that already can drink First, I'm five one. How did I hold that much liquid? You don't even like drinking a glass of water. I hate drinking water. So it was... If you think I hate drinking water now, I just, like, imagine trying to get me to drink water when I'm, like, intoxicated. It's- yeah, no, I, but I also can imagine, like, what if, <laughs> I think at the end of the night, when you, like, start telling up how many drinks you had, or, like, the next day, whenever it is, and it's like, oh, I had eight drinks. If someone were to put eight drinks in front of me, I would be like, there's Disgusting. no fucking yeah. way. This is, no. Ew. And I think it was because it was social, because, like, people were, like, going in and out, and I was yeah. talking to people I never get to talk to in yeah, person, like, yeah. all this kind of stuff, so, like, in my mind, it was like, they were like, oh, and 
our company is so generous and covering the entire tab with all of these people eating and drinking. So it's like, it, I think if I was paying for it, yeah. it would have like been like, okay, I'm drinking like hundreds of dollars with yeah. the drinks. But to me, it was like, oh, do you want, you want another one? I'm getting one. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. Just a party. And then, so like, that was like probably drink, drink seven or eight. And then mm-hmm. finally one of the guys was like, you've been drinking that all night. Here's a beer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I had a few sips of it. And I think that was just like, yeah, what the change. Fucked me the up. change of alcohol was like. And then. Oh. Yeah. So then I went to the bathroom, tried to get myself to throw up. I can't do that, uh-huh. apparently. I thought okay. in the movies it was so easily. <laughs> like, all my friends did it. It looks so easy. Yeah, it is. It's not, apparently. I mean, for you, I it guess. It wasn't. I just have no gag. Re- I was just, it was like, I, I've been trying to describe it as that scene in 21 Jump Street, where, like, Jonah Hill and Jane were, like, trying <laughs> to get each other to throw up, because they actually have, like, <laughs> that drug. It was, like, Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi or oh, whatever. Oh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> they were, like, having that drug, and they were trying to get, I was, like, doing that, but, like, with myself, which was even a little bit sadder. I that name. <laughs> <laughs> <So> it's Wi-Fi. <laughs> We it is. It's why. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. yeah. Um. So couldn't get myself to throw up. Come back out, and my of course my manager is like just sitting down with me in the San Diego team. And he's like, I'm just so proud of you guys. Like you're so mature for your age. I'm sitting there like, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm gonna throw up on you. Um. Finally, <laughs> how old is everyone? It's a range, but most people are in their early twenties, late thirties, and then like the older people are in like their late. But they party. Like, it's like they're, they're drinking, and they're like very open about drinking. Yeah. It's just, I this is the first time meeting everyone, and I don't mm-hmm. even. And you could attest, I don't drink that much. So no, you don't. This, I've been drunk like one other time in my life, maybe. Um, so me and my friend who who works in Toronto were like, okay, let's go, and the drivers in Montreal are not good. They're just. <laughs> crazy i don't know what it is there but they're just going as fast as they can like cutting people off like don't really listen they think the lights are more of like a you should do this not mm-hmm. a you should stop <laughs> um so just going crazy and i just felt it in the car yeah and i Fuck, my I friend had ordered the uber and i didn't want to be a pain Christ. so i unzipped my purse oh and threw up four times in my purse are you <laughs> fucking kidding me and zipped up my purse uh, went to the hotel. Excuse me, what? <laughs> this is insane to me. What? Like, okay. How big was your purse? <laughs> small. It, small. I mean, it was. I mean, I don't even know how to describe like the size of this. That looks like, like a brick. It's, it's <laughs> actually that's a pretty. It's the size of a brick. A brick. It's a brick. And my Christ! I unzipped my Kate Spade Caitlin. brick, threw up into it, and my Uber driver gave me a high five. He's like, "Wow, you didn't get anything anywhere." And I'm like, "I know. I'm." <laughs> so upset that I want to leave. And Did you get everything out of the purse? No. You left everything Well, I got everything out afterwards, because I had to clean it. After. So I got to my hotel room, had to sift through, grab my key. Sift. (laughs) Sift. Ooh, sift. Go into. It's like mining for gold. Jump out my purse. (laughs) Clean it with the hotel shampoo, which didn't smell that good either. And just kind of suck it up. I honestly am so proud, because I think that all of us have those moments where you're just like, I thought that I was better than this, but apparently not. I'm not. I'm just like <laughs> apparently, you. Apparently, <laughs> I'm just like all of my friends. Like, you know how you're the one yeah. that ends up taking care of everyone? Yeah. The one the one time you're out of the country yeah. with everyone you don't know, and now you're like, yeah. oh. The good news is, I threw up, felt a lot better the next day. Oh, yeah. So I felt great the out. next day. Everyone yeah. else, I got probably back to the hotel about midnight. Everyone else stayed out until, like, 4 a.m. <laughs> Well, shit. I'm proud. Okay, so we thought a good second topic for our podcast would be how to balance friends, work, and your health. 
So this is hard. This is <laughs> this is a rough one. It's impossible. That's it. That's the okay. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> we, I don't know. There's some things that I feel like over the years we both figured out that everyone needs to know about because I think that you kind of start watching your friends like succeed in work or like succeed with relationships, whether that's like friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever it is, but you know, social life, um, someone who gets in really good shape and we start comparing our lives to our friends and that's where things get kind of rocky because your friends also are the people that you should be supporting rather than being jealous Mm -hmm. of. So I think that that can hinder some relationships in ways, but I don't know. I feel like for a while I thought that being busy was more important than being healthy. And to me, being healthy was just like being in good shape and taking care of myself in like the most minimal way possible, which really to me was just showering and washing yeah. my face, I the guess. Basics, the basics, ba- Brushing my teeth in the morning, <laughs> showering. And I mean, when I was in college, I was a dance major, so I didn't really have to think too much about working out, but it just constantly was on my yeah. mind about like being in shape or like whatever costume I was wearing to fit in that. But I feel like the health part of like just being a dance major, that was making sure you're eating enough or eating the right, right. Things, just like clearly that's going to make the very basics yeah. of survival were just, yeah, eating enough food, just, I mean, yeah. I mean, I drank so much coffee and energy drinks. Like it was so unhealthy and I barely slept. And I, I think I, if I were to change anything about my college career, it would be to prioritize sleeping mm-hmm. and then to almost like schedule in when I was going to spend time with friends Yeah. rather than that being, I mean, it's hard to say what was my number one priority when I was in school. Well, I think it's really fluid. I think it like you're never, work's never going to be your number one priority all the time. I think you kind of realize like, oh, I should focus on something else. And then you put too much energy into that. Yeah. And I think that it's okay if your priority changes where if you want to prioritize work at a time or friends and family at another time and health for a couple more, you know, like it just, I think it's ever changing, but really it's finding the balance of those three aspects that I think is beneficial to, like, any person, but especially young woman, I think, just because we can get really mixed up in the wrong things. Yeah. I think for me, personally, college-wise, I definitely put work and school as my number one priority, and then friends, and then I think I just put my health on the back burner. Mm -hmm. By health, I mean I was still, like, eating and everything. It was just the self-care aspect. I was like, this isn't necessary. That's not important. It's not important. I was working like three jobs and for me I thought being if you weren't busy you weren't being successful like you only have four years you need to utilize all that time and I was graduating early so I had even less time so Mm -hmm. I was trying to get everything done and I'm also a people pleaser so trying to do everything everyone else asked me it well so I think that by the end of my I didn't even realize till like the end of my senior year I was like oh I can actually like give myself time I don't actually have to fill like I had this like Aaron Condren planner that was, like, hourly, and every hour would be filled out, like, to the brim mm-hmm. from, like, 6 a.m. to, like, 10 p.m. or, like, even longer, and it was yeah. just... Yeah, and then you will also, if you really think about it, then you're only sleeping, what, like, six yeah. hours a night? Because that, you yeah. take time to unwind and yeah. wake up, you know, whatever, but I think that it's 
overlooked that sleep is one of the main things lacking in our Mm -hmm. generation is that people think that, you know, the more time you spend consciously getting stuff done, the farther you're going to get ahead. When in reality, it's almost the opposite. If you're not at your fullest potential daily, you're not going to be achieving what you want to achieve on a daily basis. So I think really prioritizing getting the eight hours of sleep a night and then also scheduling in when you see friends and when you spend time working and even making doctor's appointments and hair appointments. I don't know, like getting your eyebrows yeah. done, like do things that make you feel good. And if that means spending money to get your nails done, then maybe yeah. you should budget to get your nails done. But And that was a big thing you were focusing on when you came back to work full time is that you were like, I'm going to be, I'm living with my parents. So the family yeah. aspect, I'm here and they're probably going to want to hang out with me even more now that they know where I am. And right. I'm here. Right. I work all day. I want to have the time, A, to myself, and B, to, like, be with my friends. Like, I want to have that yeah. special time that yeah. I don't have to be pleasing someone else or I don't have to be, like, pleasing my parents or doing yeah. stuff for other people. Yeah, like, whether, I think own. it's, like, whether you're living with your family or if you're with roommates, I feel like it's really easy to get comfortable with who you see every day. So... I was noticing that when I was living in, like, with friends in college that I spent most of my time with them, even though I saw them every day and I lived with them. And I think it's a really important thing to learn how to do at a younger age is just, like, make more friends, like, put yourself out there, and then also, like, don't dedicate all of your time to, like, the one or two people that... Yeah. You've decided that you like. Um, and I think it's even harder in college because for us, we both lived in like a sorority house. So, yeah. I mean, you're in the same house as 30 girls. I I personally never really had my door locked. I was president too. So people were coming in and out all the time. So it's very hard when you're just kind of in that environment where you're constantly surrounded by women or you're sharing a room with other people. Like, yeah, not sharing a room with people like when I came back from school was one of the best things. Yeah. Finally having your own space. Just having your own space. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so important too to, if you feel like you are that kind of person that feeds off of someone else's energy is like to recognize that about yourself. Like, okay, I am not spending any time by myself. I'm going to pause this. Hold on. Can you hear the beat? Yeah, I don't know. All right. So fucking sorry. Okay. (laughs) Let me just like. (laughs) Paint a picture. Paint a picture for you guys. We're recording in my room. Um, just because, you know, we're trying to save that money until we can afford another <laughs> mic. Um, long story. But the, my neighbor, I guess their, like, fire alarm started going off in the middle of that last section. And it was really bothering both of us. And we just looked, gave each other this look like, what is happening? So I go to close the window and immediately my, like, aromatherapy <laughs> shit starts beeping. And I'm like, all right, okay, we get it. We'll stop. We'll stop. <laughs> but anyways, we're back. So, yeah, what I was saying is just, I feel like we get in the habit of doing it the easiest, like, most minimal routine, which is just, like, showering and eating and sleeping. And I'm putting, like, quotes around sleeping, meaning, like, I feel like some people think that they can run off of five, six hours of sleep and that's, like, okay. It's not. It's gonna eventually catch up with you. Yeah. And you're gonna start slacking off in other aspects of your life that you want to be present for. So... I don't know, for me, it was just, like, 
hanging around the same people, which I love them. Shout out all of my friends because I love all of them. But I think it is really important to make multiple friends in different avenues and different aspects of your life and getting enough sleep and then also learning how to say no to things so you can juggle yes. friends, work, and your health. So I think, yeah, just say no. No, I definitely agree. I didn't really realize that I could say no to things probably until a little too late. I wouldn't say until pretty recently just because I have always been such a people pleaser and I always want to do the most for you're so, all like, of you're my... You're such a sweet friend. <laughs> I swear, you guys, like, if you have anyone in your life that's like Caitlyn, I have genuinely never met anyone that's like Caitlyn. Oh, Caitlyn's like the kind of friend where you text her call, like, oh, I'm having a shitty day, and two seconds later, she's at your door with fucking dairy-free ice cream <laughs> and is like, hey, what's up? And you're like, are you shitting me? Like, such a sweet friend. And I think that's what, like, if... Oh, this is a whole nother topic, but if you are putting your friends or other people first that aren't bending over backwards yeah. like you are, like, that's another thing that you need to kind of wake up and realize is that yeah. if you're not putting yourself first, oh my gosh, where's that quote it that I that sent you? It was that quote that you sent I'm, me where it was like, if you're putting yourself second to them, they're obviously going to yeah, put I'm you second right to now. them as well. Yeah, put the relationship with yourself first so you don't become second in your relationships with other people. So I love that. I just sent that to oh. Caitlin today. But um, I think that kind of does fit under yeah. this, like, main umbrella of, like, how to balance these three aspects of your life yeah. that are so vital. And I think that also is just really important. It's once you get to be older and out of college. In college, it's so easy to have a lot of these surface-level friendships. It's kind of like in high school... When you're leaving high school, you wonder, am I friends with these people because I see them every day or am I friends with people because I want to be friends with them? Yeah. College is kind of like another degree of that where it's like, am I friends with these people because I live with them because I'm in the same sorority as them, the same club, stuff like that. And obviously you meet a lot more people and it's not the same people you've been through with K through 12. But once you leave college, it's like, was I friends with these people just because we had similar interests or was I friends with these people because... I felt like this was a productive relationship. Yeah. And I think once you become so busy and you're working 40 hours a week and you have, like, friends at home and friends here and all that kind of stuff, you have to prioritize, like, is this friendship productive for me? Like, yeah. am I putting... I have limited time as it is, like... Mm -hmm. And that's how it kind of was my last year of college. I was like, I have very limited time. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spend the hour I have here and there with friends who don't make time for me. Yeah. Don't make me a priority. Yeah. And don't treat you like the, f I don't, like, even as an equal. Like, I think yeah. that some people learn to just kind of, like, seek out these people that, I mean, I'm talking directly at Caitlin right now, but just, like, seek the people that will bend over backwards for them. Yes. Um, I and mean, and every, I think everyone's been in those friendships where they know, like, someone's putting in the more like I've been in friendships where I know I'm putting 70% of the effort I've been yeah. in relationships where I know I'm putting 70% of the effort and like that was just a norm to me yeah I was like I'm just someone who cares a lot about my relationships puts a lot of energy into them yeah and it wasn't until like I realized like oh no mm -hmm. you're supposed to put like someone should be showing you the same amount yeah and okay. I think that that's super important just you know I think too we just don't have enough time in the day to waste on that. Exactly. And so if you're 
you know, putting in the work to get enough sleep and to shower <laughs> yeah. and, like, look presentable, yeah. that already takes a lot of energy and time. And then you have, also have to schedule in time to even binge watch Netflix by yourself. Yeah. And... Or go to the gym. Go, Honestly, yeah, like... go to the gym. I mean, Tara Tom is just, like, <laughs> if we want to go to the gym, we either have to go, like... You went to spend like five in the morning. Five a.m. <laughs> I spin my legs at the speed of light at five forty-five a.m. It's the fucking worst. No, I'm keeping that in. It's so shitty. But immediately after, I'm like, well, thank God. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be more productive yeah. at work. And you work till I'm, five, and you yeah. don't get home till six. And the thought of when you get home after work to all right, I'm gonna. Get clothes on. Yeah. And go work out. Yeah, it's so rough. It's tough. So rough. And then on top of that, okay, so let's say you do all of those things. You start feeling yourself fall into this pattern of being alone. Yeah. Which that I think is really rough too. I mean, Kayla and I talked about multiple times how we're hoping to do an episode on mental health, but I went through a really rough patch. I mean, I feel like Caitlin and I both, everyone struggles with their own, their own shit that they're going through. And I think that both of us are lucky enough to be self-aware and know that like we need to deal with our shit now before yeah. it creeps up and on us. And be comfortable enough to like say that we have the issues. Right, right. Like I'm very comfortable saying that I've been to therapy and I will preach mm-hmm. therapy until the day I die, that I think everyone needs to go to at least a couple of sessions. Yeah. Um, regardless of, like, what you've gone through. But I think that really what it comes down to is if you're not able to balance these three aspects of your life on your own, that is so normal and almost more normal than not. If you could just magically balance all three yeah. of these things, I would think that you were uh, not human. Yeah. It's just... Um, something we all struggle with and it is okay to want to talk to someone, someone about it. And we don't have to go into like crazy amount Mm -hmm. of detail, but I think that, um, I really started prioritizing work right out of the gate, like right off after graduation and really put friends and my health on the back burner and realized that I was lonely. I didn't recognize myself when I saw myself in the mirror like it just was like all of these things that um crept up on me for I mean I would say the first year after graduation so I think if you're going through that it's so okay to admit Mm -hmm. that you're not happy and then to seek out help from either friends or um, professional help so um, I think that's my biggest advice yeah. is that you're if you're feeling really stuck and not able to balance these three things, yeah. um, that it's okay because most likely there's someone else in your life that's going through a similar thing that they're just not talking to you about it or maybe they've dealt with it in a different way. But um, I think that everyone, especially millennials with social media and mm-hmm. the comparison I think is... A really big thing too is that if you're seeing someone I mean just excel in every aspect of their life at least it seems like it on social media then why aren't I yeah. excelling in those aspects so yeah and I think the easiest way to get the balance is to kind of see that there is overlap in your friends and your work and your health and like we've been lucky enough that like we can we both 
work at WeWork location so we can hang out while we're at work or like just be in the company of friends or I've been lucky enough to like where I work has a lot of like taking off for like mental health days and stuff like that. So like working for a company that supports you taking time off and stuff like that. Cause at my, I've had jobs and I've had positions where it's kind of like you're shamed for taking time off, like taking a mental health day. It's just kind of like suck it up. Yeah. I was even talking to my mom about this the other day because my, um, my parents own their own business together. And, um, previously my, all of my thought my dad's past jobs have been just very dog eat dog and I feel like a lot of people that are in big cities have those type of jobs that it's like oh like how long did you mm-hmm. stay last night oh, like oh I stayed until 9 yeah. p.m like oh you left at eight well I stayed until nine like it's just absurd like they don't have any sort of balance in their life and I think that not to be more, but I think it does catch up with you and people do yeah. suffer later on in life if they work too hard and it is possible to work too hard. But yeah, I think we're just really, we're lucky because we're in this like really cool blurb of time where we're able to have all these like accessible resources mm-hmm. and I mean, like, Caitlin and I are sitting in my room in San Diego, California, with a mic on my bed, and we're kind of just, like, putting stuff out in the universe. Like, it's just, it's a really cool time to be a millennial. I would say right now is actually the most balanced I've felt with everything. And I think it's because I finally, like, just what we were talking about, like, I finally learned to stop saying, like, start saying no to people. Like, it's kind of like telling people, like, no, I kind of want to stay in. I kind of want to do my own thing. Like, not feeling ashamed for bailing on plans or wanting to go to bed early or not feeling well and stuff like that. The amount of times that I didn't feel well and I went out just because I didn't want to disappoint someone was is just ridiculous. And if anyone were ever, like, if you were to ever, like, be like, oh, yeah, I didn't really want to go out that night, but, like, and I felt sick, but I kind of felt like I had to. Like, I'd feel so bad. So I kind of, like, you have to put yourself in other people's positions, too. I'm like, I don't... Yeah. Want my friends never to feel want, bad for making right. me to go out. Right. I even, oh my gosh, there's so many times in the past where I had work at like, I used to work at a fitness studio and I had work at 5 a.m. And I would still go out mm-hmm. with friends because I wanted to like have that aspect of my life where, where I was like social and met people and was, you know, like at a bar in public. And I sacrificed my career I guess it was more of a job, but, like, my still, job like, yeah. for friend time because I didn't have any other time in my life. To, mm-hmm. I, I had the night time to be with friends. So, uh, just nuts. I feel like I was just, I got sick more. I wasn't sleeping. I'm just so much yeah. happier to feel like I, yeah, I have a grip on things. Yeah. I think now it's that, I think it's nice when you're out of college and you have a full-time job because your schedule's more set. Yeah. At least when I was in college, I didn't have a set schedule with jobs. So every week it was like, am I going to be working Wednesday night? Or am I not going to be working Wednesday yeah. night? And stuff like that. So it's cool that now we know, all right, I'm off limits essentially seven to five Monday, right. Wednesday, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, and just being able to make yeah, plans for being yourself. able to make yeah. plans for yourself. I think knowing the friends that you do want to make plans with, like I've had to 
cut some toxic friendships lately and it's not only cleared up my time but my mental health is a lot better I feel a lot better about that decision and yeah not hanging out with that person and I don't think you realize that it's kind of like a it's essentially a breakup it's like breaking up with either bad boyfriend or a friend that was kind of bringing you down you're like oh it's not it's not supposed to feel this way I think sometimes you get stuck in the the routine of things and I think that's Really, yeah, I'm, the more I'm reflecting right now in this conversation, it's just, like, I think your body starts telling you when you're uncomfortable with a relationship you have, a career you mm-hmm. have, or if you're not getting yeah. enough sleep. Like, you, your body yeah. tells you when something's wrong. So if you feel anxiety in the morning, if you can't go to sleep at night, mm-hmm. if you aren't eating enough, if you're eating more than you think you should be yeah. eating, it's, like, whatever you feel like is off it's for a reason it's not just Mm -hmm. because and sometimes it's just super hard to have that self-awareness so like I know like when I was going through things with one like one of my friends like I reached out to like you and like my other friend and I was just like is this normal like am I is there am I doing something to have this happen like be honest with me like am I the problem in this situation so I think it's also good to like reach out to your friends if you think that they are that yeah. something's going on like they're not responding like I had a friend that I had texted like quite a few times and she hadn't responded to me and then she finally came back and was like hey I'm dealing with a lot of stuff but thanks for reaching out yeah and it's just things like that like reach out to your friends if you think there's a problem mm-hmm. if there isn't the worst thing they're gonna say is the best thing which is nothing's, nothing's wrong. wrong yeah yeah it's so true and I think too this goes without saying but I think that within the friendships category there is the whole like romantic relationship deal that um Caitlin and I are gonna get into next episode so make sure you tune in next episode it's gonna be super spicy (laughs) but um I think that's all encompassing so yeah I think that your body really overall your body is going to tell you when something feels Mm -hmm. wrong or something is not right yeah so and we have this podcast to give advice as we say it to our fellow millennials but it's mostly also to just let you know that we all kind of have the same issues I think that our generation in college is having the biggest struggle with just the competition of getting the most work done or being able to balance everything. And like, as Tara was saying, the whole social media aspect of looking like you can have it all and you can have it all, but you got to realize that it takes time. And if you can't have it all, if your mental health is not. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And just fighting the comparison of others around you while also having that like fire and drive by being motivated by the people mm-hmm. around you. So it is a balance. Oh, what a juggling act. It is. What a nightmare. I was going to say fucking nightmare, but <laughs> I stopped myself and I said, wait, no, I can't say fucking on. Oh, God. Oh, well, thank you for listening to our second yeah, episode. I we really appreciate you being yeah. along for the ride. They're just going to get better and better. And Tara's neighbor is going to stop. With his fire alarm. Yeah, I... The fire truck has not arrived yet, so I can only assume the house is not burning down, but, um... Yeah, that was Show must go on. Show must go on. Um, if you're trying to find us on social media, my Instagram is at Tara and Deal. T-E-R-R-A-A-N-N 
D-E-A-L. And my Instagram is Kate Joy, C-A-I-T-J-O-Y-Y-Y. And you can follow us at MMA Pod on Instagram. Give us a follow. Um, also, if you guys liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your friends. fellow millennials. <laughs> tell all the millennials <laughs> out there. Um, also, would be really awesome if you could screenshot this episode and then repost it on your Instagram story. We'll repost you and give you a shout out too, but that would be super great. Um, we love you guys so much. Yeah. Um, all, I don't know how many of there. <laughs> uh, hopefully two. Two. <laughs> hopefully more than two, but um, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been really cool putting this all together. Um, also, we just have like the cool, there's just like a lot of really cool people out there supporting the two of us and um, you know, like our artist also that yeah. made our album cover. We love her too. Um, and we're excited to bring some of our friends on as yeah, our kind eventually. of... Yeah, eventually. Yeah. We're gonna... Um, as our kind of experts on certain topics. Yeah, we do have um, some really close friends that are building their own career paths in really interesting ways, so we'd love to be able to share their thoughts and um, introduce them to you guys too, because honestly, the more friends you have... Yeah, you gotta build a network. Yeah, you gotta build a network, baby. That's how it is. That's how it goes. And yeah, we'll catch you next episode. Bye. See you guys soon. Bye!